Hello, and welcome to another episode of Highly Healing Podcast. I am your host, Ray. How was everybody's week? I'm so excited to be bringing you our third episode. This episode was so much fun to record. It is featuring a very special guest, um, co-worker of mine, who worked for the same company, AJ Jackson, and he also is a podcast host. You can find him wherever you listen to podcasts at Just Keep Swimming. Now, this episode is a little bit different than previous episodes that we have done, but it's easily becoming one of my favorites the more and more I go back and I listen to it as I've been editing. Um, We're going to talk about positivity. We're going to talk about how do you remain positive when all around you is chaos. How do you change your mindset when all you know and all you've grown up with is negativity? And if at any point, when does positivity become toxic? So these are some questions we're going to get answered. um, And I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me here, Ray. Uh, my name is Adrian Jackson, uh, the host of the Just Key Swimming podcast. You can find the podcast on IG or Facebook, um, JKS Podcast or Just Key Swimming Podcast. Or you can look me up on Instagram. Uh, my at name is ACTJACKS4 at, nope, no at, I'm tripping. But uh, uh, yeah, before it, right? <laughs> yeah, at before that, my bad. I'm thinking my email. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's for everything. Facebook, Instagram, Agjax4, um, Just Keep Swimming Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, um, anything that you listen to your podcast, we're on there. So yes, yes, yes. Please check us out. So where did this podcast, like, what did you, what made you decide you wanted to start it? The podcast? Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, I'm not honestly not too sure 100% on how the idea for the podcast came in, but um, I've always been on the level of what can I do to be more significant in this world? You know, how can I help people? Because I felt that um, over my lifetime, definitely my later years, I'm acting like I'm 60 or something, but you know, <laughs> definitely like after college and stuff, I yeah. started to. Um, Are you in your 30s yet? Yes, I'm 31. Me too. Yes, yeah, we're we're up there. <laughs> we're still young though, man. We're still young bucks. That don't count. Feel old, though. Nah, it's all mental. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I know noticed after college, I felt like I was helping a lot of people with their problems. Definitely, you know, I'm always the one that people want to come and talk to about things or bounce ideas off of or just vent to, you know, because I probably get good advice or I'm a good listener yeah. or whatever it is that people saw in me. And I felt that, um, you know, I read a lot of Napoleon Hill books, uh, John Maxwell, um, you know, a lot of your big motivational speakers that talk about the power of the mind. And my mindset was like, a lot of our minds are messed up in the world. You know, we all think terribly, like Mm -hmm. we have a lot of negative self-talk, you know, (laughs) we 
we we don't understand how to truly manifest things because we always worry about the worst and then when the worst happens we're like oh i told you it was gonna happen but it's like well you manifested it you kept saying it was gonna happen you made it happen yeah so my mindset was like okay how can i help teach people to stop doing things like that to actually learn that we can control our minds and you know we're all in this weird journey called life man we're all trying to find our own way and my mindset was just you know, let's have some real conversation with some real people that are doing good things or, you know, that are still swimming in their life. You know, people that aren't giving up yet and chasing their dreams, and their goals, even though they may have not made them yet, they're still chasing them. They're still swimming toward them. So, yeah, that's kind of how the idea for the podcast I love started. that. And just keep <laughs> swimming like Dory, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's where I got it from, Dory. <laughs> that's so fun. I love yeah. it. And it's, I think it's super important because... I know at least for like our generation, yes. like we've been around and we have seen some crazy things in our lifetime. And just like the way like technology has changed, yeah. like the world has changed and like huge like news impacting things have happened in our life. Yes. And right now we're kind of coming out of like something that I never even thought would happen, like the pandemic. Yeah. And now we're heading into like like season five of it yeah Yeah, and like war (laughs) and like it's just wild to see and especially now i feel like because of like social media and news is literally like it's not like our parents our grandparents like they get the newspaper like no it's literally in our faces like something drastic happens like we're gonna get a notification on our phone about it Mm -hmm. and like how do you keep a positive mindset when it's literally chaos like all around you exactly no and that's that's so real and that's my mindset of like how can i keep a positive mindset even though the world is going crazy because um you know there's so much going on there's so much negativity in your face all the time and i think um i went to the school at unr i'm a marketing major and one of the classes i took we took were uh, we really talked about all the subliminal messages that you see in the world um my favorite commercial well my most hated commercial is an audi commercial where um i'm not sure if you see it. it's around christmas time you see the guy building up his snowman house like he's like putting together his first house okay, yeah. and then all of a sudden the audi drives by and what does he do he crushes the house and stares at the car and it's like <laughs> oh i want the audi now but like the message behind that that i got is fuck your dream house you know go get the newest car that's going to make you feel cool with people and stuff. Yeah, you know? I just had a conversation with somebody about that. <laughs> I was talking to someone and talking about an interaction I had with somebody else. And mm-hmm. she was like, that says a lot that this is what their house was like, but that's the type of car they drove. Right. Like they would rather like the car they drove that everybody sees be right. nicer or of a higher class than where they're actually like like laying their head down that night exactly and it's like why why do we do things to impress people that we don't like Mm. don't like us or really just don't care right you know you know and and that's real you know we're all doing all this just for clout or for Mm. you know oh my gosh she must be doing good in life that's a good guy or that's a that girl is doing great but it's like well behind closed doors what's really happening though because uh instagram prime example yeah. You got all these people posting, 
you know, vacation pictures throughout the year that makes it look like they're always on trips. And a lot of people sit there and, and they hate themselves. They're like, why can't I go on this trip? Why can't I do that? But it's like, well, you're not seeing what this girl is actually dealing through on the backside of it. To get to those trips. To get to those yeah. trips. Like, who knows how many fake faces she's putting on or yeah. what type of um, harassment she's dealing with with people mm-hmm. or you know, who knows what her real mindset is. Like, she believes that these trips are making her feel good, but then while she's on the trip, she's probably hating her life. Yeah. You know, because she doesn't like it, so... Yeah. yeah. And that's important, too, because, like, for me, at least, I do social media marketing. hmm And so, my life is really out there. <laughs> right. And it took a lot for me to even be able to do that, because there has been things in my past and people in my past where... I felt I had to be very secretive, right. very private. Right. And so coming into what I'm doing now, just mm-hmm. even with just like podcasting, like my life is very public, is very out there. Right. And I try really hard to be really transparent. So people will see, yeah, she's on this trip right now, but here's her crying in her closet because she feels so overwhelmed about her laundry or right. her kids or like work mm-hmm. and I just try to be very transparent because I don't want anyone to ever think that I never struggled right. or I don't understand like coming into that or I don't understand like nothing was ever handed to me in life. Right. it really really wasn't you had to work for everything yeah. my parents even though they weren't together they divorced when I was really young they stayed friends and they worked really hard to show me like you have to work for things Yes. Like my first car, like yeah, I had a car when I turned sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I had to pay for insurance on it. Yes. That was my entire paycheck. <laughs> right, exactly. Because <laughs> I worked part time at Kohl's folding freaking pants. Like right. so I did work really hard and I've been through traumas and military and bad relationships and I just don't want anyone to ever think like look just like face look at my highlight reel and be like, Oh, like mm-hmm. that's the type of person she is and it's like no like you have no idea yes what it took for me to get here and i really don't know and maybe you might have some like insight on this because mm. it's something that's really been kind of like in my brain lately mm-hmm. is when you have someone who's been through so much and like seen things and been like heartbroken and been like traumatized i feel like there's like one of two ways they can go one path they can like do better and like make themselves like a better life and like help others and the other path is they succumb to that and they become that person they become like an abuser themselves yes and i don't understand like why in my brain like i chose that path right to go above it yeah and still be so trusting and so open and so welcoming Mm -hmm. because to this day like i still get burned by people Mm -hmm. but i can't I can't seem to, even if it's warranted, to, like, lash out at people the way they lash out at people. Right. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I truly Like, you should be a stone-cold-hearted bitch, and you're not. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I truly understand. Um, I can't give you an exact answer, but I do feel where you're coming from because, you know, same here. I've been heartbroken, been hungry, been... You know, people played me or took advantage of me, but at the same time, I'm still a giver. You know, I'm still a 
I want to help the world out the best way I can, any way I can with what I have, you know. And um, I think I, I'm the same way. Like, why did I choose the path to continue to be a good person and try to go that way? And I think I kind of came to the solution that um, I was listening to something the other day and they were talking about a lot of people's a lot of people in the world are usually good people. You know, yeah. we all want to be good people. We just have the hard times and it's like not letting the bitterness overtake your life yeah. and let that be your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that I got to the point of, like, you know what? I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be that evil Nancy that is always talking down or always in a negative mindset because being negative takes a lot. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot out of you to try to be evil yeah, all day long. Like, <laughs> like, you know how hard it is not to laugh sometimes? Like, oh, I'm in a bad mood. I don't want to laugh at nothing. But it's like, yeah. No, I laugh in, like, the worst situations. <laughs> in the worst situations, but it makes the worst situations so easy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I kind of got to the point of, you know what? Being sad, being negative, it's not going to do nothing for me. Let me just be positive the best way I can. Be optimistic, you know? Yes, things may suck at the time, but my mindset is, is this shoot, this too shall pass. You know, everything's happening for a reason and it's here to grow me. Even if I don't understand it, I know it's happening for a reason, you know. Yeah. So it's like. It's really hard when you're going through your shit too, when you're yeah. in the shit to like remember that. Right. Because you still had everything coming at you full force. And you're just like, mm-hmm. I know it'll be better, it'll get better. And I know for a lot of people, especially people who struggle with like mental illness, like yeah. their minds, like they just, it's really hard for when you're in that moment yeah. to know like it's going to be okay. Like there's something in the mind that just isn't firing correctly because yeah. I've been in that place. I've been in that super dark place and I'm just like. I don't even want to fucking do this anymore. I'm <laughs> yes. done. I've seen enough. I'm, out I'm here. ready to just, it's done. But then I'm like, no, you know what? Like, you made it this far. And not only that, but like, I have people that rely on me and my kids. Yeah. yeah and a partner and my family. And it's just like, okay. And I've dug myself out of that dark place more times than I can count. And it's just like, how do we keep from going back to that? So <laughs> one of my favorite things I learned is um, life is like a merry-go-round. So at some point, you're going to be at the top of that merry-go-round, and your vision is going to be beautiful, and it's going to be an amazing sight. But always be aware that the merry-go-round is going to go around. So that means at some point, you're going to be at the bottom, and it's going to suck, and you're going to hate it. And you're like, man, I can't wait to get back to the top again. Yeah. So I think my mindset is always... I just like waves. It's waves, exactly. Yeah. We're all waves. So it's like, even though I know I'm at the bottom, I know I'm at the top. I know I'm going to get to the top again at some point. And someday I'm going to feel good again. You know, yeah. I'm going to love myself. It's going to revolve. It's going to revolve. Yeah. yeah. So I look at it as like a test. <clears throat> you know, the universe is trying to test me and trying to see how strong I am because, um, you know, like you have kids, yeah. you know, so I'm sure you test them on responsibility to see. I'm gonna give you five dollars. I'm gonna see how long you can hold it for before I start to trust you with money to that true level. Because if you're just blowing your money, I'm not gonna keep giving you money because you're gonna keep blowing it. <laughs> I want to teach you to save. I want to teach you to do this. Yeah. And it's like you're gonna keep teaching that lesson until they learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. 
So that's my mindset of what lesson am I trying to learn? What lesson is life teaching me right now in this moment? Why am yeah. I going through this hard time? You know, is it a true hard time or am I just making a hard time in my head? Yeah. And that's when it gets a little deeper. But yeah, yeah. definitely gets a lot deeper when you start thinking of it that way. And then also like what lesson is life trying to teach me? Mm-hmm. Especially if you find yourself in a position like similar positions mm-hmm. over and over and over and over yes. again. And you got to be really real with yourself. You got to be like, okay, what's the common denominator? Yes. Am I the problem? Yes. Amen. No, real talk. <laughs> like, like is, what is, is the issue? it me? <laughs> it could never be me. And then you're just like, oh, fuck. And you look at yourself in that mirror mm-hmm. and it gets really raw and really deep and really ugly. But you got to do the work if you want to, like, be a better person. Right. And it's awesome. It is. It is. It's really hard. And like how you said the mirror, you look in the mirror and say, it's not me. But then uh, John Maxwell says it the best. Every everybody in the world, everything in the world is perfect with one exception. And that's you on how you're taking it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're the only you see the world the way you see it. And the way I see the world is not the way you see the world. Even though we're living in the same world, we have the same physical desk, talk on the same microphone we start still seeing things differently in some way, shape, or fashion, you know? Yeah, and it's like, like, you could be looking at this microphone, like, oh, that's the coolest microphone ever. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a piece of shit. And it's like, exactly. no, it does what it's supposed to do. It's just all about your perception yes. and, like, your experience and, like, the reality that you're living in. And it can be so skewed for different people because we all have different aspects and, yes. like, point of view. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really beautiful thing, especially like living in America where we're allowed to have like freedom of speech. Though we're allowed to have those views. And I think a lot of people take that for granted. They're like, oh, America is such shit. Like, we can't do this, we can't do that. And it's like, well, have you seen the rest of the world? (laughs) Right. Have you actually visited (laughs) over there? Like, have you actually went to. Have you actually went to Jamaica and felt that feeling of, oh, it's crowded, it's kind of a little dirty like, over We have here. running like, yeah. water. Heat. We're allowed to show our faces in public as a woman. Like, it gets crazy. Yes. And just, like, being grateful for what we have. Like, things could always be improved upon. Mm-hmm. But just being, like, grateful, gratitude is something I really try to practice. Yes. Um, something that my therapist has helped me realize is, like, what can I do for someone else? Yes, service. Especially when you're like an empathetic person. Mm -hmm. It's like, how can I help somebody else? And I'm starting to do that more. And I've noticed that it's coming back to me in ways I never would have even expected. From people that I never would have even like. And I'm just like, why are you being nice? (laughs) What's the catch? Uh (laughs) Like I had a Facebook friend and we've literally only been friends on Facebook. And that's, like, the extent of it. And when I was sick with COVID a few weeks ago, I was actually, like, go down. She literally came to my house with, like, a bag of stuff for me. Oh, wow. Like, tissues and cough drops and essential oils and just, like, (laughs) all this stuff. And I was just, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, why, though? Yes. Like, I'm so thankful, but I'm, like, no stupid like there's literally <laughs> nice people in yes, the world there like are nice people. there are crap people but there are like nice people that just want to service and do things for others and just make the world a better place and not expect anything in return yes 
And yeah. when you meet somebody like that, you're just like, are you real? <laughs> you're a good person. <laughs> like, what's really happening? It's, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yes. No, I, I love what you said about um, expectations right there. And I think that's one thing that if people can learn to change their expectations, life will become so much easier because uh, my problem is, is I expect somebody to treat me the way I treat them. Mm -hmm. But I saw this quote the other day that says, you can't expect to see yourself in others. Yeah. You know, everybody's not going to treat you the way they treat you. Everybody's not going to treat you the way you treat them. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, don't expect your, your reward to come where you planted it. Yeah. So for example, you being nice to a mean coworker that's always mean, the karma is going to come back from another side probably. So like you said, the random friend that you don't really talk to, that you just think you're cool with, that's where your karma is coming back from the good way. So yeah. that's why I always just try to keep good karma. You know, I truly believe what goes around comes around. If it's not today, tomorrow, next week, next year, it's going to come around at some point. So that's one thing I've really been practicing. Trying to have good karma, trying to be into service with people, mm -hmm. try to help somebody wherever I can help them at. Um, you know, my podcast, I have a lot of guests that come on there. Or when I initially asked them to be a guest, they questioned right away, like, why do you want me to be a guest? What am I doing to want to be a guest in your podcast? Yeah. And then I had to let them know, like, hey, I see you're doing big things. You know what I'm saying? You've been working on this. You're positive. I think you have something you can possibly share to the world and people can learn from your story. So it's like, and I don't know what type of motivation that does for them, but I do see that it makes people spark a little bit. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Somebody sees value in me that I didn't see in myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just shows that love. Love is really a powerful thing, I feel. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's not to say, like, all love has to be, like, a romanticized love. Not at like, all. You can just have, like, that mutual feeling of, like, I respect you. I mm -hmm. care about you. I don't want anything bad to happen to you and I support you. Right. And I want to just touch on something really quick about support. Yes. Because I think people get confused on what it truly means to support somebody. Mm -hmm. And like, there's a difference between supporting and enabling. Yes. And I think that's super important for people to realize. Yes. Because you're like, oh, I was there for you when you were doing this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yeah, but it was all really a good thing to be doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I really had to learn how to like put my foot down and be like, look, like I love you. I'm going to love you from afar. But what you're doing right now is like self-destructing behavior yes. and I cannot support it. Right. Because if I do at that point, I'm just enabling you yes. to continue. On this path. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it goes back to the line of <clears throat> fool me once, shame on me. Or fool me twice, shame on you. And, you know, like you said, the first time, yeah, I'm going to help you out, out yeah. of the heart, respect, you probably actually need it. But then once you see that it's reoccurring over and over and over, that's when you have to get to the point of like, yo, bro, what's going on really? Because <laughs> every every month you ask me for money, where's your money going? Or every time you come over here, you're mad about something. Like, why are you always mad? Why are you always, if you're tired of the relationship, break it up, you know, like yeah. try to offer advice. And that's why I think people have to learn to support, but like you said, set a limit for yourself. Because yeah, at some and you point, can't I'm help people that don't want to be helped. You can't help some people, people really want just want to be in their shit. Man, yes. And when they're like that, you, as much as you want to help them, 
and just like like physically drag them out of that <laughs> hole and be like, let's, let's go. go. You can't do it. You can't. You, you can't, just do, can't it. do it. And I try and think back to like all the times I was in my shit and like what I needed at that time and be that for people. Mm-hmm. But it's exhausting. Yeah. And sometimes it's just better to not necessarily like just forget them or like, fuck them, but just be like, okay. I love you, but I have to create some space. Yes. Because your behavior is now affecting me and my life. Right. And I've worked so hard to get where I'm at, so I'm sorry that I can't allow you to pull me back in. Yes. No, amen. And setting that that boundary. Yes. And I have a really hard time setting boundaries. boundaries Yes. Because I'm very people-pleasing. Yes. No, same here. I'm a a people pleaser. I want to make sure everybody's good. You know, I don't want people mad at me or upset at me. Yeah. But now I'm trying to learn that I'm sorry you feel that way, but that wasn't my intention to upset you. I was just trying to help you out, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm starting to change up how I help people. Yeah. So, yeah, I can offer you all the advice in the world, but half the time I think you just want to just talk. So it's like, okay, instead of me offering you advice, I'm going to offer you a video to listen to. And let you listen to that video and you think about it yourself. Yeah. Or, or talk to me after you watch the video. Let's see if you even took the step. And then a lot of times it comes back, oh, I never read the book. I didn't talk to the watch the video. And it's like, well, I can't help you because we can't talk about the same concepts now. Yeah. You know, you're I not going to know what I'm saying to you. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I truly understand, though. It is uh, draining. And we have to literally learn how to control our energy and put it in the right direction. Because when we spread our energies out too much, that's when we get drained and we don't have no energy for what really matters, you know, coming home, be able to enjoy your time with yourself in a good mental state, or like I said, have time with the kids and the husband, you know, yeah. like literally, you literally have to control that energy. So I found that powerful, very yeah. powerful. The mind is so powerful. We don't even realize it. Man, the mind is beyond <laughs> powerful. Like, and once I realized just how powerful it was, is I think when everything started to change for me and there'll be times like, I'll do little things that seem like silly or weird, but I'm like, this is like my time. Like I will sit in my bathtub Mm -hmm. with my notebook and I will just write and just write and write and write and write just affirmations. Like I am this, I am that, I will do this. I will do that. And just getting it all out and just putting it out there because everyone's talking about like manifesting. Manifesting. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) And then I, heard somebody bring up a concept of like mana force mm. and i was like i think that's what i've been doing my whole life is i've been forcing things mm-hmm. because i'm so just he- like headstrong and stubborn about it and it becomes like destructive yeah. because i want it so bad that i just say like forget everything else and i don't let it just come to me yes and so now i'm just like okay let's just Take it back and let's see what see what comes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I truly understand because I'm an Aries, so I'm a fire sign. Mm -hmm. So I'm a leader. I'm a forceful guy. Like I want to take charge if you're not going to do something. But that's one thing I'm really practicing is letting go Mm -hmm. and letting seeing what comes to me. You know, like I, uh, my girlfriend sometimes they'd be like, "You ain't gonna wash the dishes yet? Come on, you ain't gonna cook? You hungry?" And it's like, you know what? (laughs) Let me be patient and not try to force her, you know, because she's a ground sign, so she's real chill. Yeah. So it's like, let me not force her and let's see what comes. And then that's when all of a sudden, you want to go to dinner? 
He's like, I was starving just now. Let's go to dinner. Yeah. And then now it comes way better than I expected, you know? So, um, yeah, that's one thing I've been learning, not forcing things. Um, prime example, where we're recording right now, we're at the office building. Yeah. I've been thinking about, I want a studio. I want a studio to record the podcast. And I've been doing research. I've been trying to see how much money it's going to cost. But then I feel like, am I making this trying to happen too hard? So I finally took a step back. Like, you know what? Let's just focus on my content. Mm-hmm. And then see what comes. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Bobby reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I heard you have a podcast. You guys want to record here sometime?" And then Vincent jumped in. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's perfect. I'm down for it." And here we are now, you know. Yeah. And it's like I let it happen. I just let it come to it me. I didn't. I stopped chasing it. Yeah. Doing what I can control every day. Being a good person. Trying to be positive. Trying to serve. And mm-hmm. the universe is starting to give back to me. Yeah, there'll always be somebody out there that will notice it. Always somebody will notice Even it. if they don't say anything right away, like, like people will always watch. Yes. And, like, my first podcast, I used to record in my closet. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> like, I would just shut myself in my closet and sit on my floor mm-hmm. because that's the only space I had. And now it's just, like, same thing. Like, oh, I want a studio, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I know a lot of really successful podcasters mm-hmm. with like millions of downloads, and they literally record on Zoom in their living room. Yeah, like you can hear the sirens going in by because the they're in New York City. But you know what? It makes it more real it and makes it, it, makes it more raw, and it helps with that like perfectionism because I definitely live with that. I do too, and. Like you said earlier, going back to like the world is already perfect. The only thing that is skewing that view is yourself. Yeah. And like you don't have to be perfect all the time. Right. And I feel like so many people can be. Yeah. You're just like so used to being judged. But now I'm at that time in my life where I'm like, you know what? Yes, there's things I want to improve about myself. Yeah. But at my core, who I am, I'm a good person. And yeah, I have little quirks about me. I was fucking hella late getting here, <laughs> but I'm here and I'm like doing this and like, I don't have to be perfect all the time. And I don't have to apologize for being my, like who I there am yeah. because the right people will accept it. Exactly. And that's not to say to like take advantage of people and just be like, oh, well they know that I'm just like a chronic late person. They'll just deal with it. But when it does happen, just be like, I don't have to say that being no, no. You, you see, I didn't give you no pressure for being late. I even left so we can go get the microphone and come back so we can record right. on, on a new new type of device you got, you know? Yeah, like I've never used my mic before. I'm super excited. I hope it has good quality. Yeah, it's going to be I'm good. like scared to touch the table. I'm just like, oh, it's going to pick up every little But yeah, no, see, and I, I, so now me on the other hand, on my side of the story, I got here right at 11. And then I saw the room was open, but then I saw you weren't here. And I was like, I'm just going to text her, let her know I'm here. But I'm not going to press her be like, where are you at? You know, because usually I'm like that. I call you. Where are you at? You said 11 o'clock. You're not here. But it was like, you know what? No, nah, she's not here yet. She said she's on the way. Let's take advantage and do some classes. Yeah. And that's why I was over here doing classes and reading. Like, it's, let me take advantage of the spare time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using your time to your advantage. To my advantage. trying to really... Like, time management is something I struggle with. And so, when I have a 
Okay, we're back. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty <laughs> with the microphone, but we're good. All right. So the next thing I kind of wanted to touch base on is the term toxic positivity. Um, can you tell me what that means to you? Uh, <clears throat> it sounds like a, like a starburst, sour yet juicy. <laughs> Or, uh, yeah, what was it, solid yet juicy? Yeah, sweet and sour, like a contradiction, low key. Yeah. But um, for me, toxic positivity is, um, hmm, honestly, that's a good question. I feel for me, it sounds like forcing positivity on times where it's okay not to be positive. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like, um, like it's okay yeah. to feel your feelings. Yeah, like it's it's like okay, so it's like you're trying to avoid your feelings mm -hmm. by just covering up with positivity. Yeah. And I feel like that right there can be very toxic because that's like the uh you know, some sick stuff and like you see in a movie or something, somebody dies and somebody else is clapping and you're like, Whoa <laughs> <laughs> You know, something like that. Like Yeah. That's why I think of toxic. I when somebody's like, It could be worse. Right. Like it could always be worse. And you're like, Well, yeah, like I just had a bad day. Like, my house didn't burn down. Of course, it could be worse. worse but right yeah. now, like, I just need to feel these feelings. And I know, like, tomorrow will be a better day. Right. Type thing. Yeah. Um, and I know that I was reading some articles on um, psychology today or healthline or some, something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, during the pandemic times is when a lot of like articles were coming out about toxic positivity because you had like like nobody knew what the hell was happening right. or what to expect like no one had ever lived through that so you've had like the people that were just like oh well i'm home now everything's gonna be fine i'm just gonna sit in my house and then you had the people on the other side of the extreme that were just like in the corner like scared as shit right and <laughs> they're trying to communicate and then you got this person being like well it's gonna be fine just it could be worse just be positive right and it's like well, no like yeah i understand like it could be worse and things are gonna get better but in this moment right now like i just need to be validated yes and i think that's where people go wrong yeah is like not validating those feelings of anxiety or insecurity or sadness yes and just coming out of that and then still realizing like it can get better right yeah, I um I do hear what you're saying. Um, me personally, always had the feeling like when I first heard the term toxic positivity, I was like, "Am I a toxic positive person?" Because yeah. I felt sometimes people would come to me with things, and I would just go straight to the bright side, and then it would be like Last half, half full. full, always half full, and it's like I had to start to learn to <clears throat> tell the truth to myself. Yeah, you know, and I think once you start being coming more truthful about what things that are really going on you can take it in a better light mm -hmm. you know so um <clears throat> so like for example if i'm having a bad day you know it'll be toxic positive for me to go around and always tell everybody oh everything's hunky jory and you know start skipping and stuff like that and faking being happy and then go in my car and cry you know like yeah i feel that's a facade yeah <clears throat> sorry but yeah i feel that's a facade and i need to be aware of my feelings and you know sometimes it's time where i do need to be alone and voicing that yeah and being able to set that boundary and being like, you know what like even to like maybe like your friends your family you yes. know i had a bad day and i just need 
some space, some time to relax. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and that's like real. nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with the world. The weather is just me. Like yeah. right now, I just need a moment. No, and that's real. I do it at work sometimes. I uh, I'll come in the morning, and you know I feel I'm quiet, and I'll just slot over to my coworker, Shaw Christina, and just let her know, like, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I might be a little quiet today because this, that, and the third. And she's like, oh, okay, I understand. Do we want to talk about it? Not right now. I'm good. But then sometimes once you get that off your chest, you feel better. You feel better and then it's like, oh, I know somebody's willing to listen if I do want to talk about it. Yeah, because yeah. you don't feel that pressure of like, I've got to hold up this facade. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you just let, let them know like, hey, this is what's going on. Because then you're not like held to like a standard or you're not putting like, that expectation right. on yourself or on anybody else or how they are perceiving like you right because i know like for me at least like i can i can be having the best day ever and i can walk into a room and if everyone in that room is pissed off i'm pissed off <laughs> for no reason right yeah. or they're crying and then i'm just sad and it's like just picking up and feeling all that energy and that in and of itself is exhausting but then, like, what do you do when you enter that room and everyone is just, like, a certain way and you're just having, like, the best day ever? Like, do you help them? Do you talk to them? Do you mm. try to be positive to them? Or do you just let them have their moments? Right. And just be like, okay, like, this is what's going on and I'm sorry, but, like, not taking it personally. It has nothing to do with me. Right. So can I still have my good, happy feelings and let you have your sad feelings? Right. Like, it's really hard. And that's something I struggle with, like, at home with, like, my my fiancé because, like, his work is stressful and he'll come home. And it has nothing to do with me. But he just sat in traffic for an hour. He had right. a long-ass day. Yeah. I'm happy. Like, I've been off since 3.30. <laughs> I've cooked dinner. Bounce I've relaxed. <laughs> I've chilled. And it's, like, the second he walks in the door and I'm just, like, oh. Yeah. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And he's like, nothing. I just, I was in traffic. And I have to remember how I feel when I'm stuck in traffic. Like, right. That is the most irritating feeling ever when you're just stuck there. And you, especially if you've got someone to be. Right. Like this morning trying to get here. <laughs> I'm like, are you really doing 45 on the freeway? Get it together. I have somewhere to be. Right. And then I'm like, wait, well, this is your own damn fault because you weren't on time so you can't be mad at the world like you gotta reflect back on yourself and be like well this is what happens when you don't prepare <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah no so uh so going back to like your situation of if i walk in a room i'm feeling good but everybody's feeling sad or whatever yeah. i kind of me personally i kind of take in my energy i let whoever is not feeling well know that i'm here for you if you need me yeah i'm willing to talk i'm willing to listen i'm gonna offer advice but then at the same time not forcing that on somebody yeah because at the end of the day you're human too mm -hmm. you know and i want you to have the space that you need the thoughts that you need and you know maybe if it's a little word of encouragement that's all i can offer i'll do that um say it's a friend i'm talking to sometimes i might send them a youtube video of something about the day something positive maybe something godly something a ted talk you know something i just listened to this morning it's like oh i like this video i think you might like it too yeah, like it spoke to you it in spoke some to way. Me, and I felt like I should send yeah. it to you. So, you know, my mindset is is I can't force nobody to feel a certain way. Yeah. And all I can do is when I see that they're feeling a way, 
respect their feelings, let them know that I'm here for them if they need me, but at the same time, give them that space. Because sometimes that space is all you need, you know? Um, my uh, girlfriend, Jessica, she's been having a little trouble like at work recently. And sometimes she'll come to the house and she'll be irritated. Mm-hmm. And it's more of, you good, babe? Give you a hug, give you a kiss. I'm here for you if you need me. And I'll go and just go in the kitchen, clean up, cook dinner or whatever. And you know what? Just being present and knowing, just being present and giving that person that love, at some point they usually open up to you. Yeah. And at some point they'll usually buy to your vibration. You know, they'll get to your vibe. So it's yeah. like control my vibe, control what Keep I can control. Keep that energy about you mm-hmm. because you know that they need it. They need it at some point. And so just keep it and allow them to just come up. Come to up, that. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, my mindset is if you're in a hole, I'm going to reach down and pick you up. You know, yeah. I'll step down with you for a second, listen to what you have to say, feel your pain. You know, sometimes you probably want me to talk trash with you. Well, she said that. I can't believe, you know, sometimes that's what you need, you know. Yeah. But then, at the, then after everything is over, you're feeling better. Well, you know what? The day is over with. It's done. Let's let it go. Let's move on. We have a great night ahead of us. I cooked you a great meal. We have a great movie to watch. Let's go for a walk. You know, come up with something else that's just going to help them feel better about whatever's going on. Even if they're not feeling better, just make them know that you're loved you're and you're here. You know? yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. You practice that. Yeah. Because uh, then go I'm struggling with it. <laughs> I get married at the end of the year, and I'm oh, just, congrats. like, shitting my pants. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, you're gonna be good. Like I love him to death and like we vibe really well and we have a really good time together. Mm-hmm. We're just very different people. Nobody's perfect. Like complete opposite, but also very the same in like our core. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange to see like how like relationship relationships can blossom like organically like we didn't meet on like a dating site or anything like that like right. we know any of each other for years like mm. he was a family friend but there is an age gap right so at the time that we met like i was 11 he was 18 oh wow and you're just like a family friend and now we met and it's just like i'm very just like fly by the seat of my parents i'm very um not reckless. What's the other word? Spontaneous. Yes, spontaneous. <laughs> um, just jump in head first. But he's very like cautious and very reserved and very like I need to know the facts before I do anything. Right. And I feel like I keep him fun and he keeps me safe. <laughs> right. No, and, and that's that's real. And I feel that your perfect spouse will always balance you out. Yeah. You know, it'll give you. He'll. They will give you what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And then you'll give them what they don't have, you know, like, you know, Jessica's not afraid to tell somebody off or, yeah. you know, speak up or the waitress take too long. Excuse me. <laughs> we ain't getting my take order yet. You know, <laughs> besides me, I'm very patient. I'll sit back and I'm like, oh, they'll get here when they get here, blah, blah, blah. But the inside, I'm boiling. But yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't know how to say yeah. it correctly without coming off like an a-hole. But she doesn't care. She's, I'm paying for service. I want my service, mm-hmm. you know, but we balance each other out because on the flip side, she'll be upset or emotional and I'm. I'm optimistic. I find the bright side of things, or I'll make you, I help you think a little bit deeper. Yeah. You know, so I feel as you balance each other out, it becomes that perfect harmony with what you need. You know, so I think that's beautiful. Congratulations on the marriage. Thank you. It's going to be fun. <laughs> a new journey for sure. Yeah. We've had a long engagement. It'll be almost two years. So. That's good. I got my planner, my 
finally decided to hire a planner. Thank God. If anyone needs a wedding planner, Tanika Marshall. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Versatile woman is her Instagram. Or not her. I think it's her Instagram, her Facebook. She's got an Etsy page, all that stuff. I just want to shout her out real quick. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> she was my teacher when I went to school for medical assisting. Oh, that's good. And so she reached out to me and she was like, um, how about, this is what I offer. Would this help you? I'm like, yes, I'm drowning. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I need the help. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, and that's, it's crazy how like the help comes right when you need it, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how we were talking about just letting things come to you and happen and like manifesting it. Cause I would have just sat here for the next year and just been like stressed to the max mm-hmm. because I didn't want to like accept the help. And then somebody just came to me and like, let me help you. This yeah. is what I can do. Yeah. And I was like, yes, let's do let's this. Let's do this. Yes. No. And I think that's one thing that we, that's one thing I've been practicing too. I'm a giver, but mm-hmm. I have to learn to receive as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to just accept what comes to me. Yeah. Because like with the podcast, I start off, order two microphones and a focus right. Yeah. But then I start calling my other brother for assistance, and then he was like, "Oh, I got an extra microphone for you over here." And then all of a sudden, one of my brother's friends he has to talk to him in a while. Heard you starting a podcast? Here's a microphone for you. And then it's like, <laughs> "Wow, we got four mics out of nowhere!" And then, hell yeah, you know, people stuff ain't cheap either. <laughs> yeah, not at all. You know, and then guests popping up, and then it's just like, the more I ask, the more it just comes for it. You know, like, I let it go. I don't chase it down. I don't fight nobody for it. Or beat nobody in the head like yo i want you to be my guest be my guest it's like no i'm gonna ask you if you want to do it you want to do it if not something will come around yeah. and sometimes it's time to drive and i'm i need a guest for the day and then i know where somebody will call me i'm like bro i haven't talked to you in so long you want to be a guest on my podcast yeah and like, well yeah i'm down and then all of a sudden it's <laughs> magical just happened out of nowhere that's awesome yes i love it yeah i've been asking a lot of people <laughs> because i know them and i know their story and to me, like, my opinion is their story needs to be shared. Like, yes. they have something really awesome to offer the world. And they may not think so, but I'm just like, if you could see yourself how I see you and how, like, I'm proud of you for making it through whatever it was, mm-hmm. like, you'd be first one on this show. So, right, exactly. <laughs> and that's real. Like, I do that to a lot of people. And I'm like, well, you want to interview me? Well, shoot, you've been on this amazing workout journey for a whole year. You've lost all these pounds. You're at the gym constantly. You've been motivated. Somebody needs to hear your story. Yeah. You know, somebody needs to hear where you came from, the things you went through, the struggles you're still having, but I'm still swimming. Yeah. You know, my legs may have cramped up, but I'm still swimming through our window, <laughs> you know. I love that. Yeah. So. That's so fun. <laughs> yes, All right. We're running up on our 45 minutes. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to share? Anything, any tips um, where people can find you? Um. So, uh, of course, where to find me? I said it earlier. Let me pull up my phone and make sure I'm saying all this stuff correctly. <laughs> last thing I need to be doing is giving you the wrong links for stuff. Right. They're like, who's this? Right. right. Like, who's this guy? But um, so, yes, if you want to find the podcast on Instagram, we're under just keep swimming underscore podcast on IG. Um, the same thing for Facebook. And if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, it's all the same. A-C-T-J-A-C-K-S, the number four. And also, I have to shout out my little brother. Um, He's actually my co-host on the podcast, Mr. 13NXII. My signal's not working. There we go. So, 
uh, on Instagram. He's Organization13, O-R-G-N-X-I-I-I-13. Uh, please check him out. He's dropping new music constantly, new beats. He has an album coming out, so please check him out. Also check out my other brother, T's Max Productions, uh, TZ. Oops, I got everybody shout out. Huh? Uh, <laughs> TZ MAC seven hundred two. He got all your video, audio recording needs, live, uh, post dated, sound lighting. He does all that jazz. So please check him out. And um, Ray, I just want to say thank you for letting me be on the podcast of today. Of course. This is my first time being a guest on somebody else's podcast. Really? So I really appreciate it. Yes, it was. Oh, I hope yes. you had a great time. Oh, yes. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a good journey. I feel we had some good topics today. You gave yeah. some stuff to think about. Definitely the toxic positivity. So, um, yeah, I appreciate it. And um, my last tip, I guess, for everybody is... Um, just keep swimming. Yeah, just keep swimming <laughs> and enjoy this experience we call life, you know? Yeah. I am not going to lie. I have no idea what I'm truly here for. You know, I don't know why they made me, why the God did what he had to do, but I'm here. I'm enjoying my life. I'm enjoying the experience. And um, my favorite word, my favorite quote, if you change the way you see the world, the world you see will change. So change your outlook on the world and the world become a brighter place. Keep seeing this dark and the world's going to stay dark. So you can choose though, light or dark, your choice. Yeah, be that light. <laughs> be that life. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate appreciate it. it. Yes. More and more than ever.